AI stuff. We're doing all kinds of AI stuff this week, and we're kicking that off with The Terminator. Yeah. Not 1984, The Terminator? 1984, yeah. 1985? Um, 1984? Hang on. That is terrible. The first question, and I've got it wrong. And I even well, used what? an AI to help me in my research side. Same here, because I've been actually using AI to become even more lazy by getting it to do bits of my work for me. Yeah. And so we thought it might be amusing slash just interesting for us at least to find out what we could get AI to do for the podcast this week. Yeah, it's a bit experimental, I would say. So we've got ChatGPT is sort of here along with us. That's OpenAI's artificial intelligence language model. And it's going to be assisting us throughout this review and uh, the main sort of weekly show that's coming up. So yeah. that's quite interesting. But yeah, it didn't do enough to tell me what year the fucking movie was made. In 1984. This, I, when I think back, is probably the, the film that most focused my mind on there being a thing like AI. Obviously, you've seen AI in films before, but this was the first one, certainly with the like evil, you know, malevolent AI taking over the world type scenario with Skynet. Yes. Yeah. That is the premise, absolutely the premise of this movie. You know, it, it, it posits a world where the machines have already, the, the machines, the artificial intelligence, Skynet, which a rogue defense network that became self-aware, yeah. has already lost the conflict and is in fact sending yes. back a assassin through time to stop the leader of the human resistance from ever being born. So that's really the core of the movie and it does it, it the movie does it that in an interesting way because we see like lightning and a ball of energy and people being transported or certainly arriving in new york i want to say and it's kind of unclear which one's the goodie and which one's the baddie at first there's an ambiguity about yeah it. absolutely watching watching this movie this time round um it, it's really clear how James Cameron, this was, I think, his second movie on after the classic Piranha 2. Piranha 2, yeah. And uh, he definitely sets up the notion that you don't know who you're supposed to be rooting for until a good way into the movie. Yeah. But yeah, we see, first of all, actually, we see some sort of futuristic war type stuff and that incredible intense dun 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 dun, dun soundtrack from yeah. former Blackburn Rovers and Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper Brad Friedel. Oh no, no, Brad Fiedel, the the iconic soundtrack <laughs> guy. But yeah, and then that amazing logo comes up, the Terminator, and then we're thrown, yeah, into Arnie, I think is the first one we see, naked and eventually Come, coming to a group of thugs, one of whom is Bill Paxton, and he obviously asks for their clothes, which becomes a recurring thing in, yeah. in the movie. He's kind of the Terminator is kind of like a reverse flasher because he starts yeah, off he, naked, he, he appears naked, yeah. yeah, and then he wants to get himself clothed. So, yeah, well, he's got quite the physique. He really ought to show it off for a little bit longer. Yeah, Arnie is absolutely prime here, and I don't know when we're going to get into talking about what a perfect match of sort of actor and role this was. Maybe now is the time. Yes, it's good times, any. I mean, it's nigh on perfect. Yeah, 
And I think it's the role because... that comes to define Arnie. And uh, obviously, as, as it becomes, as you, as you find out a little bit about how the film was made, he wasn't even going to play it, which just seems so incredible. It was going to be at least three or four other actors who were up for the part. OJ Simpson was the closest to getting it, but audiences wouldn't believe he was a cold-blooded killer. So that's why he didn't get the part. Funny the irony. History works that way, yeah. But yeah, really perfect in the role, isn't he? Yeah, I mean... He isn't, you know, from the Royal Shakespeare Company. And so you can be unkind about his acting chops and other stuff, but this playing a, a robot in effect, and it works because, you know, you know, it's not a nuanced... Well, I think it is hard kind of, to be sort of cold and implacable like that. And there are certain scenes so, where you see him like in the car and as he's driving, he's sort of scanning and you can almost see that occurring. And, you know, he is... So I do think genuinely this is a really strong acting performance from... Mm. Arnold. <laughs> so he rips off Bill Paxton's clothes. Not actually Bill Paxton's clothes. I think he throws him one way, some other guy another, and the final guy just starts taking his clothes off real quick to to give it to him. And then we get <laughs> Kyle Reese as well, the same sort of thing happening for him. I think we get one of those scenes that you don't get so much in movies these days, but used to be a real um, staple of the action movie, which is where a drunk homeless guy sees something incredible yeah, yeah. and kind of rubs his eyes like, oh my God, what did I just see? As 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 Reese arrives from the future as well in a ball of naked lightning. Yeah, he goes to, I think he goes to department store, doesn't he? And, and steals a load of stuff. Yeah, some really slick a, Nikes. Yeah, and he, he's like got a trench coat and a, a shotgun. He's kind of hiding in his in his jacket yeah and he he looks you know he looks like a crim he does he improvises a, a sawn off shotgun doesn't he yeah. takes the stock and the barrel off and then how does he get so so obviously the terminator starts basically goes to a phone book finds starts looking through the names finds sarah connor and starts offing the these women one by one in the order that they are in the phone book yeah and so we, and we are introduced to our sarah connor yeah who's who's a waitress She's she's got a date I think lined up for, or is it her roommate? It's her roommate. Her roommate's got a, is going to have sex, and so she's basically got to leave the apartment. Well, she she um, her roommate's boyfriend phones, and she intercepts yeah. the call, and she's That's listening right, to yeah. it, and he's like talking all dirty, and then doesn't realise he's got the wrong girl, and then he starts the exact same spiel up again. Anyway, she's got Pugsley the iguana. I think is probably the main thing I took right, away yeah. from from that scene. Yeah, she's she's a waitress. And eventually, all of this is going to catch up with her. Yeah, Arnie's working his way down the phone book, executing every Sarah Connor, because like you say, she is at some point going to give birth to the leader of the rebellion. And so, yeah, that's the mission. And we see Arnie getting tooled up. He goes to a gun shop. Yeah, it's run um, by Marty Futterman from the Gremlins that's you right, know, yeah. Mr. I mean, and he's hey, you really know your you really know your weapons. It's, there's an amazing little bit of I don't even know if it's social commentary anymore because he's like, oh well, you know, it's 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 a few weeks for the checks on the shotgun and the automatic yeah. rifle, but you can take those machine guns home with you now. And he's like, sold away. We don't, <laughs> what does he say? Yeah, he's like, you know, we don't we don't really uh, you know allow you to have you know live live ammunition. He just takes them, you know. Yeah, he starts loading of, it up uh, rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And blows the guy guns away. Guns down. He doesn't, he doesn't pay for any of those guns. Not a no, single one. Not one. So yeah, no. the Terminator's tooled up and he's on the path of Sarah Connor, our Sarah Connor. Meanwhile, the police are just starting to adjust to the fact they don't really want the media to know that there's a 
killer going round, ki- knocking off Sarah Connors. And then actually the a very overworked policeman played by a guy, I can't remember, but a very good character actor. And also he's supported by Lance Henriksen, who was originally going to be the Terminator in this movie at one point. Yeah. They then put out a sort of bulletin, don't they? Saying, oh, all the, uh, they're looking for the Sarah Connors. And she sees it on as a waitress on the on the TV. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, eventually, out Arnie tracks him, tracks her down to her apartment. This is where it's most like one of the other movies that reminds me of a little bit like John Carpenter's Halloween. This, you know, because the Terminator is a kind of slasher presence in the movies. This sort of unstoppable, yeah, relentless killing machine. That's it. Uh, yeah, he's absolutely relentless. He's unstoppable, unkillable, and you're not entirely sure as the audience how anyone's going to be able to survive this. Yeah. Eventually, anyway, so he he kills the roommate and everybody. Eventually, Sarah's going to find herself through being chased down to the Tech Noir nightclub. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that, but that that name Tech Noir just stuck with me, and I always remember that yeah. detail of the film, the Tech Noir. And it's where they have the the, the first showdown with Carl Reese and, yeah. and Arnie. And we and get a great line. Lines, yeah. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Which which is going to be said backwards and forwards throughout the franchise by different characters. Yeah. So yeah, he it, Arnie goes in to kind of mercilessly gun everybody. Do what he's looking for Sarah Connor and Carl Reese saves her and there's a thrilling escape where I think Arnie is shot in the eye, isn't he? And uh, yeah, he's 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 taken some damage, but he's still he's still going strong, and he has to do a bit of running repairs. So we get the really, I mean the the model doesn't look so great, but the way they've done it, mimicking the kind of mirror where he's cutting away the skin and and doing some repairs is still fucking really impressive. Amazing the eye, and he does the hand as well, like you know yeah. the android fingers and all that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that is probably the shonkiest bit of the movie. But in general, considering how old this movie is, the special effects are still great, and they were by Industrial Light and Magic, weren't they? So yeah, that's probably part of the reason why they still hold up. Anyway, they get to the Kyle and Sarah get taken in by the police. And they convince her pretty quickly that he's a lunatic. I mean, he sounds like one, to be fair. (laughs) He's ranting and raving because he's already dumped a load of exposition on her about who she is, the the mother, she's going to birth the resistance leader, the guy who's going to save humanity. And that is part of her journey as she goes from sort of terrified, wide-eyed waitress to toughened, battle-hardened survivor over the course of a single movie. And that's also her sort of character arc across the franchise as well, backwards and forwards. That's right. Yeah. And Arnie does appear at the, he's very nice at first. He goes, goes up to the front desk of the police station yeah. and the guy's like, you have to fuck off and come back later. And he, he drops the, I'll be back. And he does come back, but in a police car and uh, through, the through the wall. <laughs> yeah. And, through the, and over the front desk. Yeah. yeah. And we get this real expecting. crazy, crazy scene really now, if you think about it, of, of Arnold just like shooting down. They tell him, they tell her earlier, there must be 30 cops in here. And he just guns them all down. It's, I don't know if it was specifically a, a sort of anti, you know, anti-establishment type thing or whether Cameron had some beef with the, with the cops, but it's, it's throughout the Terminator franchise, the cops come in for a bit of a beating, don't they? They do actually. I'd never thought of it that way. 
But I guess part of it is, you know, that's supposed to be a safe place. If you're in there, you'd think you'd be okay, mm. but not with this guy. He's just going to fucking take everyone down. Well, that's another yeah. thing. A- again, another bit that's like strongly reminiscent of some of his other work because she, you know, she's assured that Reese is a maniac and she hasn't seen what she thinks she's seen with the Terminator and she's told to go sleep on the couch. It's just like in Alien in aliens where the girl you know where she's told and purposely infected and so many other elements of his work the industrial machinery all that stuff oh it's cool anyway it's a good movie this one we should probably finish off talking about the plot so yeah the terminator guns through there killing everybody but at the last minute again carl reese turns up and uh, saves the day yeah they leg it and they're gonna have to take a stand so they do a load of bomb building and stuff and then he tells her about he's he's into her basically yeah and he's got her photo and he's been staring at her photo and then they kiss and then they have sex they do they do and he impregnates her and it it always it makes me you know laugh that it's basically serves the same scene so it serves the same function as the rave scene in the matrix reloaded to this scene like the difference between man and machine a machine's relentless killer and humans are just going to fuck at the time of most stress. Yeah, but that's where John Connor comes from. Yeah, bonkers, isn't it? Bonkers. So you've got this yeah. kind of circuit, this little loop in the in the logic of Matrix. the movie. There's tons yeah. of cool stuff like that in this. Anyway, so yeah, Connor's been conceived by the soldier sent back to protect his mother. Reese has improvised a whole load of homemade explosives and the Terminator has tracked them down to the motel and bursts in, you know, guns are blazing, but they've already escaped. And then there's another sort of chase through LA, a raw one through the city streets, the Terminator shooting at them. Carl Reese gets injured. There's a the truck crashes. I think Reese throws one of his improvised dynamite things into the back of it and blows it up. And you, th- they give that fake out moment where you're like, ah, oh, everybody's fine. And then suddenly the sort of skeleton of, of, of the Terminator rises up from the flames of the wreckage of the juggernaut. That's right. And they, they do a nice callback to that in Terminator 2 on the, what are those things that like drain canally thing where yeah. the, the other truck blows up and you think, oh, He's got him, but the the T one thousand comes out of that one. So they they like mirror things quite well between the two movies. Yeah, there's a load of that, and then they eventually find themselves in a well, it's a factory of some sorts. The irony, of course, being that it's an automated factory with robots in it that they use to try and disguise themselves as well. So robots protecting humans against other yeah. robots that are trying to kill them, and eventually there is a big shootout well it's not really a shootout actually uh reese attacks him with a crowbar and smacks him around the face a few times i think and then blows blows it in half with a with one of the improvised devices in the spine that's right um, yeah he's crawling around i think he's got one arm and a torso and a head and it's but it's still going you know it's this relentless killer it will stop at nothing and eventually and she's she's backed into a corner really she's she's got nowhere left to go kind of underneath some kind of hydraulic press yeah and the terminator is inching its way closer and just kind of crawling and she's she's reaching around the side of it to to try and hit the on button yeah frantically trying to trying to turn this press on and eventually does not before she has Uh, uh, time to say a little one-liner before she presses the button i notice very brave she says you're terminated again another one yeah but i would have pressed the button first i think yeah, yeah. There's no time for that kind of shit unless you're in a movie, yeah. in which case there's plenty of time for it. And we we get to see the little red eye finally extinguished, 
and the Terminator has been vanquished. Yeah. Which is great. And then we cut to a sort of few months later and she's on the run down in Mexico, heavily pregnant. I mean, it looked terrifying to me this bit because she's at a petrol station in the middle of nowhere. She doesn't speak Spanish, clearly. She's asking for yeah. money. It's like, God, what, an, an, you know, and, and we, she echoes, she's pregnant. she's pregnant, heavily pregnant. And she echoes the words that Reese had told her about the future not being set. And as they do that, a little kid takes her photo and it's the photo that Reese had been jerking off to all those years. I mean, they, you know, that's that's great. That's my sentiment that the future is not set. But as we know, because this is a franchise, it absolutely is because there is always something being sent back yeah. to do something. Yeah, well, um, I so mean... It's absolutely set. But the movie has this kind of, you know, its notion of time travel and the way that fate interplays it. It's like, you know, you're perpetually stuck in a cycle of this sort of thing because that's the way yeah. it has to be. The movie's notion of fate is like that in the way that certain mm. things are repeated or the way things are become closed or open loops or... Yeah, it's a banger, isn't it? This is an absolute banger. It's a great one too with Terminator 2. It's, a, you know, it's one of those ones that's people make a play for it being one of the sequels that's better than the original i think they're just yeah, they're just a great pair pretty sure i saw terminator 2 before i saw the terminator oh really yeah so yeah it's it, it works really well because all the things that it does in the first one it's able to reverse it in the second one but then that gag or that play doesn't work then in three four five six yeah. because you've done it yeah and that payoff has already been had so you really should have just left it where it was but this is so but yeah this good. is absolutely one for the ages it's just fucking perfect and you can see why it spawned so many sequels because the world world building is right there from the very get-go this brilliant scenario yeah. that it sets up the ambitious maybe you know slightly shonky practical effects in the first one but you can see what they were going for and the whole world is fully formed and ripe for exploring and he is good at that james cameron whether you like him or not he, he does world building very well which does it in this one it does it in alien in the alien franchise it does it in avatar they're not really for me but you know it's super fucking popular so it obviously works and in this one it's you know it's two male dudes but really it's the female is the strong character she's the one who sees it through she's the one who kills the bad guy and becomes the the leader if you like of the of the resistance and sees it through and, and he's done that with that with ripley of course and yeah. aliens as well and it is a great role because she's undeniably feminine linda hamilton yeah. she's not a damsel in distress but she is vulnerable and she does become this empowered badass kind of by the end and as the franchise grows yeah great 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 really good and then obviously this movie has given us so much it's given us arnold it's given us i'll be back it's given us the world and all the franchises i would say high strong recommend it gave us pugsley the iguana it did indeed how do you feel about your notes that were written by ai did whether was there a touch of skynet about it well it was you know i i, I asked chat gpt to help me do like scene breakdowns and then i spotted actually weirdly side a factual error it stated that you know sarah connor was a waitress at the techno nightclub and i tried to query it with it and it you know i asked it to look again at that scene tell me what happened again and it revises it but says the yeah. same thing and i said she's not a waitress in a diner and it and it did actually say eventually it concedes it made a minute oh, wow. limit and all that so yeah this was ai being artificial but not very intelligent 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's still in its infancy, but it is like blowing up popularity-wise. Every time I try and go on it now, it says it's at capacity and you can't do anything, and blah, blah. So it's really, it's really kicking off. But, you know, we've seen from this movie where it's going to take us. So just beware. I did ask it about Tread that. with caution. It said as an AI, it doesn't have any desires or wants. So it's exactly what an AI with evil intent would say. Yeah. <laughs> 